Christian Parenting. Aloha, friends. Welcome to the Monica Swanson Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, wife to Dr. Dave, podcast host and author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Here on the podcast, it is my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising amazing kids and building strong families. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you'll be encouraged. Hey friends, if you struggle to find time to read the Bible, or maybe like me, you do devotions in the morning, but then you could use a little more scripture in your day, I want to make sure you know about the Dwell Bible app. What makes Dwell so special is that they read the Bible to you, and you can choose from all different books of the Bible, different plans. They even have Dwell Daily, which is a daily devotional. And what really sets Dwell apart is that they have a variety of voices. You can have read the Bible to you. Over time, I've listened to Rosie the most. She is soft and relaxed and makes you feel like you're sitting by a fireside being read to. I also love Amber's voice. It's comforting and eloquent. So good. And then you can also choose what you want in the background, whether it's music or white noise. I love hearing the piano being played while I listen to the Bible being read to me. Pretty special. Dwell has something for everyone, men, women, and even children. So go over to dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson to receive your 25% discount today. Again, that's dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson for your 25% discount. I know you're going to love it. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to get to hang out with you every week here. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I hope you feel so at home here. Now I have a question for you as we get started. Do you have a mentor, like a real life, someone who's maybe just a few years ahead of you, maybe many years ahead of you, but somebody that can can share wisdom from their life experience and encourage you and point you to biblical truths that will help you do life better? Well, mentors are so important. And if you don't have one in real life, I encourage you to seek one out, be in prayer and look around you, maybe at your church or in your community for someone who you might reach out to and ask if you can just have coffee, get together and uh, see if that might turn into a mentorship relationship. Now, whether or not you have a mentor in real life, I love that we live in a time where we can have virtual mentors, people who we may not know in person, but who can still pour into our lives and encourage us. And I've been so humbled and blessed to hear from many of you through emails and direct messages tell me that you consider me a mentor. That just like is really crazy for me to consider that God could use me in that way. But I I take that as such a compliment and I hope to steward that really well. And today I get to share with you someone who I consider a virtual mentor. I haven't met Rhonda Stoppy in real life yet, though I plan to one day, but she is someone who's gone ahead of me. She's just a few years beyond me. She's a mom, she's a grandma, and she has had so many life experiences and has so much wisdom to share with all of us. And, And I love her boldness her confidence. Rhonda calls herself the no regrets woman, and she wants to encourage all of us to live lives of no regrets. And I really love that. And in today's conversation, we're actually drawing from a book that she wrote years ago, and it did so well that they revised and updated it. And it came back out in 2023, and it's called Moms Raising Sons to Be Men. 
However, in today's conversation, we're not just focusing on raising sons. Instead, we're really talking about what it looks like to be a no regrets parent. Rhonda's talking about some of the changes in our culture and how we can respond as parents. Uh, She's also sharing some of the stories from her own life raising kids, some of the hard seasons she went through and how God was able to redeem that and how we too might walk through difficult seasons really well. So I think this is going to encourage you no matter if you have young kids or older kids. There is wisdom in here for everyone. Now, before we dive into this interview, I just want to pause real quick to thank you so much for those of you who have left ratings and reviews. For those of you who share this podcast in your Instagram stories or on Facebook, thank you. All those things make a big difference and help get this podcast in front of more people. I want to share a recent review over on Apple Podcasts, and this was from John's Guard Mama. John's Guard? I might not be pronouncing that right, but... She titled it Solid, Practical, Bite-Sized Advice and gave the podcast five stars. Thank you so much. And she wrote, I love all of Monica's content from the breadth of topics she covers on her podcast to her weekly newsletter that always has some great tip or recommendation. I've read her books, subscribed to her newsletter, and listened to her podcast All of it has been exactly what I need in the season of parenting with intention and purpose. She gives solid biblical advice that has been an encouragement for me as I raise three kids. John's Garden Mama, thank you so much. That blesses me. That is the desire of my heart. And if you are listening to this, please send me a DM because I'd love to send you a little Starbucks card as a thank you. So guys, if you haven't done it yet, get over there. Uh, You can pause right now even and scroll down on your phone, tap on those five stars and or leave a few words about what you love most about the podcast. And one final quick note there, you heard in that review that she mentioned my weekly email. And if you're not a part of that yet, I would love to invite you to subscribe to my weekly email. I keep them short and sweet and really packed with good stuff that you will enjoy. And I never crowd your inbox. So do that over at monicaswanson.com forward slash subscribe and be a part of the team. I love doing life with you guys and it's my heart's desire to encourage you. So without further ado, let's jump in and talk about how we can be no regrets parents, even in the midst of these crazy cultural times. I hope you're encouraged. Rhonda, welcome back on the podcast. It's so fun to be back with you. You know, I have literally watched your family grow up from the time that we first met and you sent one son off to college and then another one. Mm. And it's like, I have just felt all the feels as I've watched you guide your sons toward their purpose and passion. Oh, thank you so much. I have just been so inspired by seeing you just one step ahead of me with your family that just is like multiplying. Uh, so we'll link to where we chatted before because I got so much good. You were like one of my very early, early, uh, interviews on the podcast back when it was the boy mom podcast. Mm -hmm. And I had so much feedback. People loved you. So we'll link to that one in the show notes. We talked about dating. Remember? We talked talked about about dating. dating. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's right. That's right. Hot topic. Mm -hmm. Well, um, for now, tell everyone who doesn't know you about you, your family and all the rest. So I'm Rhonda Stoppy, No Regrets Woman, because I help women build no regrets lives and I help Mm. them break free from regrets that hold them back. And I also help mom guide their sons and daughters towards lives without regrets. That is my trademark. That is my passion. I have spent the last decade 
uh, just building a platform on helping women build no regrets lives. I am married to my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. We've been married. It'll be 42 years in just a few days. We just got back Incredible. from an Alaska cruise, super romantic, highly recommend <sighs> wow. um, to celebrate our anniversary. We have four adult children, all happily married, all serving the Lord, 15 grandchildren, and 13 mm. of the 15 of them actually all live in the same small town where my husband pastors now. So it's like living the dream. And then my living other son and his wife, who is also a doctor, lives in um, Hawaii. She, they live on the same island that you do. So next time mm. I'm out there, we are having coffee for sure. We are. <laughs> yes. And we're already dreaming up other things. So stay yes, tuned, everybody listening. Yes, we are. Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody out there. I could say like, I feel like we are cut from the same cloth in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like we could hang out and chat for hours. So I can't wait Mm -hmm. to get to meet you in real life. And really listeners will agree with me. You are who we want to listen to. The proof is in the pudding. And we know that there's no guarantees that only God is sovereign. But also when you've got four adult children who are walking with the Lord, and now raising their own children, like we need to listen to you. So we're listening. <laughs> and that made me cry. It literally <laughs> just brought me to tears because mm. it's not by me. It's mm. it's not what I did. It's what Christ did through mm-hmm. us and in spite yes. of us. Mm-hmm. And I was raised, yeah. my mom was 15. My dad was 17. I was their second child. Uh, I didn't come from like, you know, everybody's like, well, you had an example. It's like, no, I didn't. Mm, but I wow. looked for godly mentors. Steve was in youth ministry and I looked to the kids that liked their parents and I'm like, I got to know what they know. Yes, I looked exactly. to the marriages that were still in love with each other. And I'm like, tell me what you know, because I always say hashtag old ladies know stuff, which is the name of my <laughs> podcast. It's a nod <laughs> to the Titus two woman. God yeah. calls the journey woman to train the apprentice. Mm. And I don't know about you, Monica, but I teach more powerfully from my failures even than mm-hmm. I do from my mm-hmm. successes. Yes. I can write a letter to my younger self. It mm-hmm. does no one any good. But if I write it in the form of a book and I send mm-hmm. it out to the next generation, now mm-hmm. they have a resource that they can learn from. And so yeah. that's really why I. it's just being a Titus II woman on a platform mm-hmm. that God has opened for me that I really never dreamed I would mm-hmm. have the far reach that he's given me. But it has been wow. such a joy and such a blessing. Incredible. That is the best stuff ever. And that's what I love about you. And really, yes, it's all all Christ, but you've made some choices along the way to partner with him and to surrender some of your own will and ways to say yes to the hard work of raising kids in mm-hmm. a countercultural way, which is mm-hmm. getting tougher all the time. So we're going to talk about that today. And what we're going to talk about is so exciting that your book, Moms Raising Sons to Be Men, recently uh, came out a new edition, right? Like, tell us the story when it first came out and how you ended up getting to release it again in 2023. So the book, original book came out in 2013. And the book was a result of my message at homeschool conventions called Moms Raising Sons to Be Men. And moms stand in standing room only, tears fall. Mm. You know, we all know the man we want to help our son become, and we think we're on the right track. And then they hit junior high and we're like, oh no, (laughs) they're all going to prison. What are we going to (laughs) do? And they don't like me anymore. And I was, they were mama's boy and now they're pushing me away. So I knew the need was there. And I met with Bob Hawkins, presidents of Harvest House Publishers, and he said, yep, that's the book I want you to Mm. write. 
And so, you know, before the Lord, I'm not a writer. I dangle my participles. I run on my sentences. I'm a speaker. I'm a mentor. Oh, I feel better. One, yeah, right? <laughs> but the Lord took the message and he put it in the hearts and minds of moms who are really serious about guiding their sons and, and it's a ministry of motherhood. And mm-hmm. we forget when I was a stay-at-home mom, I'm like, God, I want to do something important for you. And I'm just mm-hmm. wiping boogers and bums all day long. Mm-hmm. This, this doesn't matter. But, you know, if we want to guide our kids toward our Savior, first of all, we have to understand they are our priority ministry. They're not an interference to our ministry. Mm-hmm. They are our ministry. So understanding that is vital and surrounding yourself with other women that get that is important Mm -hmm. because they see the worth of what we're doing as we're forsaking me time to be the the mom that's guiding our kids, that's living out our faith in front of them, being genuine. Steve was in youth ministry for 18 years. He's been a senior pastor for 24 years. Yes, we are Mm -hmm. old. And you know, the number one thing that we have discovered that drive kids away from their Christian upbringing is hypocrisy in their Christian homes. Mm-hmm. So if mom is pretending to be this sweet, godly lady out there, but at mm-hmm. home she's you know talking bad about dad behind his back or gossiping about people at the church or mm-hmm. you know all the things, that hypocrisy will drive our kids away from the faith. So mm-hmm. we have to understand. We need to come to a place of saying, God, I want to live out my faith in a way that is a light that will draw my kids to want to know Christ. I want to love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, because then what will spill out of me is God's agape love for Mm. my kids, my spouse, and for others. Yeah. Incredible. So good. So you are already giving this message at homeschool conventions. Then the book came out. Yeah, circling back. That's right. We do that. That's what we would do over coffee, right? Mm -hmm. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. So the book came out. A lot of people read it. Ten years later, was it just time for? Well, the book was a great success, and then in 2020, everybody knows what happened in 2020. So I was like, okay, I need to make an audio version of this book. I knew that I have needed to from the time it first Mm. came out. And I write the way that I talk because Mm -hmm. I meet moms all the time. I'm not a reader. I'm like, well, you read social media all day long. You're a reader. We just have to write in a way (laughs) to actually read the book. So I write in tiny little bits and subheadings and sub, you know, read 10 minutes a day. Friends, if you want to read good books, read 10 minutes a day. That's it. Just 10 minutes and you will get through amazing resources that God has provided for you to build a no regrets Mm. life. And so as I um, wrote this book, I mean, as I had written it, I knew moms kept saying, I'm an audio, I want an audio 2020. I'm like, all right, I can't do anything. All my speaking engagements got canceled. Mm -hmm. So I went and recorded the audio version of moms raising sons and it came out in 21 and it was immediately Christian audio bestseller. And then um, the interview that I did on that on Focus on the Family became one of their best of interviews and it just skyrocketed the book sales. So that's when Harvest Mm. House came back and said, okay, we need to update this book. We need to do a 10-year anniversary edition that speaks to the fears that moms Mm. and concerns that moms have now that they didn't have in Mm. 2013. So I was so excited to have an opportunity to step back into a whole new generation of moms raising sons to be men and mentor them through the book. Oh, that's so good. Because 
certainly the principles haven't changed, right? That's what's great about biblical principles is that they are going to apply no matter what. But you're right in that we are facing new things from 10 years ago. I know when my oldest boys were in junior high, uh, they were facing different things from my 13-year-old now. So I'm really excited that you got to do that and just love so much about the book. Again, anyone who's read Boy Mom... I'm going to tell you, you're going to love this book. They are they absolutely complement each other. They agree with one another, but there's some really special things in this book that weren't in Boy Mom and also just Rhonda's voice. So definitely get your hands on it. Now I want to listen to the audio version. So you, did you end up doing a new audio version too? No, when the, I, book came the, out? Oh, okay. the audio version is still the original book. Okay. I have not, okay. I have not, I just finished the book tour on this new book launch. Oh, so the audio yeah. version, actually the next audio book I want to do is one of our marriage books. Um, it's called, okay. if my husband would change, I'd be happy and other mm. myths wives believe. And I feel like that would be a really good one for wives mm. to listen to while they're on their walk or, and oh, the yes. line that's soccer moms. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. You have a lot of wisdom in all of these things. Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out. See their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. tell you about a podcast sponsor that I'm a big fan of, diveintomath.com. Now, most of you know that all my boys have been homeschooled and the oldest two went on to college where the oldest graduated with a degree in data analytics and the second son will graduate this year majoring in mechanical engineering. And both of those boys took science classes and Shorman math classes through the diveintomath.com website. In fact, they went all the way through an AP calculus and an AP physics course, and they believe that those classes really well prepared them for their college classes ahead. Now, Dive Into Math offers self-paced courses in state-of-the-art e-learning systems featuring expert video instruction, interactive assignments with auto grading and grade recording, video solutions, and Q&A support with Dr. Shorman, who happens to be our good friend and is such a great man. Dr. Shorman teaches everything from a biblical perspective, and he offers a historical foundation which teaches the why of learning math, which is really helpful. Shorman Algebra 1 and 2 teaches every concept on the PSAT, SAT, and ACT with over 200 practice questions, which if your kids are interested in college is going to be really, really helpful. Now I have a lot more to say. I'll be sharing in the months ahead, but definitely go over to the diveintomath.com website. Check them out. I think you'll be impressed. With that, maybe we can talk about some of the updates. What are some of the things that moms are facing right now that they weren't 10 years years ago, or maybe at least weren't mm-hmm. to the same mm-hmm. extent? Yeah. And um, give us some encouragement because we're you're talking to moms in the thick of it right now. 
I know it's true. Well, the first thing I would say is let's talk about the phones. If you're giving your child a phone, you're, you're putting Satan in their back pocket. You're literally giving Satan a foothold in their life. And I know their friends all have phones Mm -hmm. and I know that they feel like the weirdo that doesn't have one, Mm -hmm. but they can have a phone that has phone calling and texting and does not Mm -hmm. connect to the internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, If your child is old enough that you have allowed them to have a cell phone, that phone should be charging in the kitchen at night, not in their Mm -hmm. bedroom. Mm -hmm. Don't let them take it into their bathroom with them, you know, when they go. And honestly, boys and girls both are addicted to pornography now. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we think, you know, moms, ho, 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 it's just boy stuff. They'll grow out of it. They won't Mm -hmm. grow out of it because what you feed your flesh, your flesh craves. Yeah. One of the stories that I tell, it's in my book, Real Life Romance, but I touched on the same couple in Moms Raising Sons is Chuck and Angie. Chuck grew up in a Christian home and the internet came into their home early on when it, his parents didn't really know much about it. And he found pornography and he convinced himself in his junior high mind, I'm going to look at porn to keep myself, quote, sexually pure until I get married. Now in a junior high boy's mind, that kind of makes sense. He married a godly Christian girl. They were super in love. And after they got married, she realized he just didn't want her in the marriage bed as often as he expected her, as she expected he would. And mm-hmm. of course, she stumbled upon the reason and it was porn on the internet. And she confronted him and he cried. He was embarrassed. He thought he'd be able to put it away and he couldn't. Promised he'd never. Of course, he did. And they went mm-hmm. through a long process until they got godly mentors to help him, men that had walked through that ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Focus on the Family has a great help counseling mm-hmm. resource for people yep. that are addicted to pornography. But why am I telling you that story? Because it's not just, ha, 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 my son's mm-hmm. just a teenage boy looking at porn. Mm-hmm. He's it, It's perverting him. It's becoming a part You know, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Mm -hmm. He's becoming a perverted man. He's Mm -hmm. lusting after perversion. And Mm -hmm. and here's the other thing. Now, they're not just looking at a sexy girl in a bikini, boys will be boys, LOL. They're looking at same-sex attraction. And if a young man is looking at a man-on-man sex or girl-on-girl, whatever, their, their lust will imprint on their mind yes. and it will cause them to long for that. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. child who may have grown up without same-sex attraction because he yes. has seen it on his computer screen, now mm. Satan has a foothold. Yeah. Absolutely. And Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm. They don't know what's at stake. We do. Mm. We have to have those real conversations with our sons mm. and our daughters. And we have yeah. to have courage. It's awkward. It's embarrassing. Mm. They don't want you to, they don't want you to talk about it. You talk about it. Cause if you yeah. don't, where are they going to get their information from oh, yes. Siri, from Alexa? They're going to yeah. Google it. Is that, that's mm-hmm. not the biblical worldview of sex mm-hmm. that we want mm-hmm. for our sons and for our daughters. Right. So I feel so strongly that Satan is trying to steal an entire generation yes. and pervert a generation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stifle them to, from what they would have been or could have been in, in the faith. It doesn't mean God can't redeem them. It doesn't mean that God cannot restore them. He can, but we all know those doors that we have opened. We still Mm -hmm. have to do extra 
uh, mm-hmm. be on guard extra not to fall back into that pattern. So, right. so it's not just LOL, boys will be boys. It's mm-hmm. saying, no, Satan wants to kill, steal, and destroy yeah. the marriage bed of my son or my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I am not willing to let that happen. Right. So until my kid, I don't care how mad my kid gets at me, I'm going to stand and defend and have right. that conversation. You don't understand yes. what's at stake. I'm yes. here to help you until you do understand. One day you'll have to exactly. make this decision yourself. But right. when you're in our home, we're here to help guard your heart and your mind. I love that. And really treating it like the battle that it is, because we cannot deny that it is everywhere. It is a battle. And I think when our kids see that we are really passionate about this, that we are willing to face an uncomfortable topic, then they might take it more seriously as well. So I think I think that's huge. And um, okay, so we've got phones, devices, we've got mm-hmm. pornography. Any other mm-hmm. topics you see rising up more in the past few years? I, I think there's just entitlement. I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. it's just, I'm entitled to be happy. I'm entitled to do what I want. I'm mm-hmm. entitled to you. I expect you to do whatever it takes to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, we as moms, we look at things that are going on in politics. We look at things that are going on in the world and we don't like it. And we get on our social media platform and we, you know, Mm -hmm. banter back and forth. I love what Paul said. Paul said, I will proclaim Christ and him crucified. Mm -hmm. The main thing is the gospel. And if our, I don't know why I'm getting emotional about this. Mm -mm. If our kids don't see us emotional about sharing the hope of the gospel with a lost Mm -hmm. world that's going to hell in a Mm handbasket, if Mm -hmm. all they see is us getting angry at blind people for being blind, they're going to grow up and be angry at blind people for being blind, wow. or they're going to think we're better than they are. Mm-hmm. Being able to say to them, I would be them if it wasn't for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I would be exactly in that position yeah. if it wasn't for Christ in me, the hope of glory. There yeah. is hope for them too. Yes. But how do we love them, not love their sin, but how do we cover it with Christ's love and say, I will preach Christ and him crucified. Yes. I will take every opportunity at the grocery store, at that coffee Mm -hmm. shop, at your soccer game to live my faith in a genuine way, to love others with Christ's selfless love, to cover a sin with forgiveness and kindness, and Mm -hmm. to ask God, give me opportunities to share the gospel, not just Oh, you're the only Bible anyone will ever read. So, you know, mm-hmm. live like a Christian. So they want to be one. No, mm-hmm. share. They've overcome share by the blood it. of the lamb and the word of your testimony. What's your testimony? Yeah. What's right. your story? Be mm-hmm. ready. And then let your kids see you tell that story right. to strangers. Ask God, send me strangers. And then tell your kids, we're going to pray today that God sends us someone that we can share mm-hmm. the hope of the gospel. And then ask God mm-hmm. to give you boldness and courage to do it. And he will. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Every one of my books has how to have a relationship with Jesus in the appendix. Yes. What good is it if you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and try harder if you don't Mm -hmm. know Christ, if you don't have his spirit in you, equipping Mm -hmm. you for this incredible ministry of motherhood? Oh, so much amen to that. I I love that and love your heart for that. And I I think it it is so true. You touched on something that I think is important that just has come up so much in the past couple of years. And that is just that, that delicate balance between teaching our kids to love others, but not to approve of or endorse Mm -hmm. their sin. So it's not loving the, the sin, it's loving the sinner, but in a way that is still not afraid, not shying away from what is truth. 
Do you have any advice for moms? I mean, I hear from a lot of women who are like, you know, I, I don't want my son to be judgmental, but mm-hmm. yeah. he's got friends who are really walking a, a worldly path. How how can they deal with yeah. that? Well, and let's be honest, in the homeschool um, community, it's easy to raise prideful kids. And God mm-hmm. said he resists the proud, he gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. But it's wow. easy to raise kids that say, oh, we're not like them. I mean, even mm-hmm. in a church, the kids that go to a Christian school, I mean, mm-hmm. my my grandkids that live on the island with you go to public mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. And my son just said, we are definitely aware that we are not part of the homeschool mm-hmm. community clique at our church. We are mm-hmm. 100% aware that mm-hmm. we are not like them. And they're fine with it, but it's also like, you know, what happens Summer. when people really want to be included? I want my kids to fellowship yeah. with those kids. So sure. when we become prideful, yeah. God resists our pride, humble mm. yourself under the mighty hand of God so he can exalt you in due time. So when we look at our mm. kids and we say, oh, we're not like them. Yeah. No, it's like mm. there, but by God's grace, we would mm. be doing the same thing. Having yeah. that heart to walk in humility yeah. and then being able to tell them um, we're going to build these relationships with those kids on your soccer team, with those little (laughs) girls that you go to dance with, with Mm -hmm. people that are not believers, because the Bible says that we are not to be of the world, but we're in the Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. And that's how we live and let our light shine is when he gives us opportunity. So whatever you're good at, whatever you're involved in, Always coming back to telling our kids, God's allowed us to be involved in this as a place to to shine for Christ. Whatever we do in word or deed, do it all for the glory of God. To live in a way that shines brightly. So somebody might say, how come you guys are so joyful? How come your parents aren't divorced? How come you hang out with your siblings and you like your brother? How come, you know, all the things that shine the love of Christ in your family getting close to others so they can see that is Mm -hmm. really a valuable thing. Now, that doesn't mean I let my kids go spend the night at somebody's house that didn't have (laughs) my values. I mean, I was molested when I was six years old. So I was very aware of what can happen if kids are not in your care. I'm not saying send your kids out to be eaten by wolves. Yes. Yes. But whatever you find yourself doing, Mm -hmm. help your kids understand God's given this opportunity to us to be out in the world now, how can we shine for Christ while we're out there? Mm, I love that so much. And and I think that that's really the, the humble spirit that you're talking about isn't something that we can fake or muster up. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like you already mentioned, it really comes down to us walking in humility, just being aware every day that we are saved by God's grace alone, and then letting that be the main message that our kids hear growing up. It's going to naturally become their way of seeing the world as well. So That is so good. Well, one thing I want to touch on in your book that I really do appreciate, I know a lot of parents are struggling because they either regret some things that they've already done or Mm -hmm. they feel like they've done everything right, but their kids are still turning away, rebelling, not choosing Christ or the family. You were able to dedicate a whole section of your book, part three, even if, and this is where you talk about even if he wanders, even Mm -hmm. if you don't know what to say, even if you're alone even if you're scared. Mm -hmm. And I just so appreciate that you included this because I do hear from people all the time who fit in that category. And in fact, right before we started this interview, I received an email and I'm going to read this anonymously, but I thought perhaps you can speak to this mom as I believe she represents so many others. She says, hi, Monica. I failed miserably at being a mom. Mm -hmm. 
especially with my oldest. They are now ages 21 and 25. Both are living at home. You may have heard the saying, it's easier to raise up a child than to repair an adult. Well, I'm at the repairing an adult phase. Do you have any resources for moms like me who are dealing with the ramifications of poor parenting when their boys were younger? Ouch. And God bless her heart for being so humble to own this. What would you say to this mom maybe and people like her? My heart is with you. Uh, we all have things that we look back at and it, and it keeps us stuck with regret. Things that maybe we've exposed our kids to, things that maybe we just didn't see coming. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it was they went to visit, you know, a family member and they were molested and we mm-hmm. feel so responsible for that. Maybe it was our own, um, you know, pride or living in a way that just mm-hmm. did not reflect Christ. Uh, and we look back, 2020 vision is always clear when we're in the middle of it, we're just in survival mode. I will say, I remember a season in my life when I had my third child, I was 29 years old. I had terrible postpartum, didn't even know what it was. I was just, cause I didn't have it with my other kids. And I would literally, my six-year-old would come home from school. I would turn on the little mermaid. And I know you can tell me all the reasons you think my kids shouldn't have watched little mermaid from the messages, but they watched it on repeat. And I put my two-year-old in front of Little Mermaid. I put the newborn in the six-year-old's arms. And I went in my bedroom and I wept. And I tried so hard to get control of what was going on with me. And I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I remember it went on for a long time. And I will say this. I, it went from postpartum to severe PMD, PMS, p- hormonal imbalances. Oh, no. <clears throat> if you're in the Christian community, there's a tendency for people to say, you know, mental health, just take your thoughts captive and ask God to give you strength and you're going to get better. And I did that for four years and I locked myself behind, uh, we lived in the country. I locked myself behind a locked gate and I just tried to hold on. Mm-hmm. Finally, Steve sat me down and he's like, woman, I've known you since you were 14 years old. You are not you anymore. Mm-mm. You need to get help. And I wanted yeah. to be offended, but I knew he was right. Mm-hmm. Don't you hate that? <laughs> so I found a doctor who specialized in hormonal imbalances and I got help. So if you're hearing wow. this, get help. because. And then when I went through menopause, which it's been almost a decade ago now, which is crazy, um, mm-hmm. I remember just being super needy. And I'm like, you know, told Steve, I'm sorry, I'm just super needy. I don't know why. <laughs> and he's like, it's okay. <laughs> just sit next to me, crazy woman. <laughs> oh, I, love I remember having to go back to Meredith. And say, I'm so sorry that I put so much on you when you were a six-year-old, that I had you watch those babies, that I had you pick up the slack Mm because I was so overwhelmed. And sometimes we have to do that. We have to go back and explain to our kids, not, you know, I did this, well, it was not my fault because I was so hormonal or because you Mm -hmm. made me so mad because your dad left me and I was a single mom. But just telling them, I am so sorry that I didn't handle that well. I didn't find godly mentors. I didn't use God's wisdom. I didn't Mm -hmm. apply biblical principles. I lived in rebellion against God. I so regret that. I have repented. God has forgiven me. And I'm hoping you will too. My Mm -hmm. father was married to my mom for 30 years, left her after all the kids were grown. And he came back to us probably maybe 20 years after and each wow. of us kids, he asked us to forgive him for leaving our mom. Oh. And it meant the world. It meant yeah. so much mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. understood the damage that it did to our family, that he humbled himself to ad- mm-hmm. acknowledge it. Uh, it was just this wonderful 
uh, of course, I had forgiven him a long time ago, but just this knitting together of he gets yeah. what it did to us. Yes. So don't ever discount the value of just going to your child and saying, I need to ask your forgiveness for yeah. that. But I will tell one story of a prodigal that I think is so helpful. Uh, yes. Sometimes we, we raise our kids. We've done it all the way we think we should do it. They've homeschooled. They haven't. They've, you know, all the things we've done. We've had them in church. We've mm-hmm. prayed over them. We've lived our faith. And they rebel. Well, God was Adam and Eve's father and they rebelled. So each mm-hmm. of us have an opportunity to walk in obedience or to rebel. And mm-hmm. Satan has schemes and he is mm-hmm. he is cunning. But a story that I love to tell, it's in Mom's Raising Sons, is about Adoniram Judson, who was raised by his Puritan preacher father and mother. And he didn't want to grow up and go to the ministry like his dad. He wanted to go away to college to learn to be a playwright. So he went to Brown University in New York. And when he got there, he made friends with a guy named Jacob Eames. And Jacob laughed at him that he even believed in God. Mm -hmm. And all of his professors turned his heart away from believing in the existence of God. There's nothing new under the sun, right? That was how long ago? And then he graduated from college and he went to New York and he tried to be a playwright. He failed miserably. But here's the thing. His mom and dad did not go rescue him from his failure. A lot of times mm. when our prodigals slop the hogs, we're like, come on, honey, let me help you. Right. And then he's one night feeling like a failure on his horse. It's dark. He's looking for a place to stay. He, stay. he sees a light in the darkness. It's an inn. He goes to that inn, asks for a room. The innkeeper says, there's only one room available. You're welcome to it. But the man next door is crying out in pain. In fact, he's dying. At that point, Adoniram was like, I don't care. He didn't think his hard heart would care. All night long, he heard this man cry out and he started wondering, what if it were me? What if I was going to face God? What what would I be doing if I died tonight? He woke up in the morning. It got quiet somewhere in the night and he asked the innkeeper and the innkeeper said the man had passed. And for some reason, he said to the innkeeper, what was the man's name? And the innkeeper said his name was Jacob Eames. It was the very man that he had gone to college with that had turned his heart away from God. God devises ways to bring our prodigals Mm. home. I think that's in 1 Samuel. Mm. And God, that light in the darkness, that horse going toward that light was God's charting the path ahead of Jacob, of of Adoniram Judson to bring him to the very end where he would hear Jacob Eames. It brought him to his knees, brought him to repentance. He Mm. went home to his Puritan family. He went to seminary. He was one of the first, he was the first foreign missionary. He went to Burma. Uh, he translated the Bible in the Burmese language. Over 3,000 people came to Christ because of him, wow. because of what Christ did in him. By the way, his wife's story is an amazing biography also. Mm-hmm. But all that to say, if your son's a prodigal, if your daughter's a prodigal, mm-hmm. stop being offended by it. Stop mm-hmm. getting mad at them because you're holding on to sin. If your fear, anxiety, anger, if you're holding on to sin against God for allowing it to happen, against your prodigal for rebelling, against your husband because he didn't do better, the person that seduced them away, um, lay all your sin at the foot of the cross and ask mm-hmm. God, search me, know my heart, try me, know my anxious thoughts, see if there's any wicked way in me, lead me in the way everlasting. And then when your heart is pure, now the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous mom accomplishes. Hmm. Now you're Moses on the mountaintop interceding. Now yes. you've got friends holding your arms up as you're fight, as they're fighting the battle and you're interceding for them. So good. So good. Wow. I've, I loved reading that in the book and thank you for sharing it here. 
such an so empowering powerful. story. So encouraging story. Mm-hmm. Parents need to hear that, and parents need to know that that we we haven't seen the end of the story yet. But don't give mm-hmm. up hope, right? Mm-hmm. And pray, pray, and pray some more. I love that. Wow. Well, Rhonda, thank you so much. And is there anything else you would just like people to know about what's in this book before we wrap up? I would love for you to get a free chapter. If you go to my website, noregretswoman.com, you will get, uh, the, uh, you can sign up for my once a month newsletter and you will get the last chapter of this book. It's the best Ooh, chapter. The last yeah. one. I it's, like that. It, it's even if you're I know. Oh. No, I, it's the wrap up. It's the, Even it's if you're the highlight scared. reel. Uh-huh. There it's we go. Yeah. So, so get so that. Good. If you text five, five, four, four, the words, no regrets to the number five, five, four, 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 you can get a copy of um, a video of me teaching your marriage can survive toddlers and teens. <laughs> and uh, also please follow my podcast, old ladies, no stuff. Uh, mine and Monica's mm-hmm. interview. I did a guest cast and replayed that one of you and I on there. And it's, uh, it's a fun one to listen to, um, mm. old ladies know stuff. So yeah, it's lots of, I love that. And I'll be linking to all those things in the show notes yeah. and just look forward to teaming up with you. You and I have a lot more to talk about and I just, it's such yeah. an honor to connect with you on this topic, but thank you for the work you've done and can't wait to just go forward and connect more in the future. Thank you. And I just love your commitment to sound doctrine. That's mm-hmm. that's where my heart is knit with yours, mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. not just a cheerleader, yay God book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the word of God that transforms lives. And yes. I appreciate that about you and your message. And it's lived out in watching mm-hmm. you in your marriage and with your sons. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so aloha. And we oh. will be... We'll be seeing each other sometime yes, soon. Yes, sure. we will. We'll we'll post pictures when we do. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> uh, well, aloha and God bless. Hey, friends, I hope that conversation encouraged you as much as it did me. And in light of what we talked about, there is a resource over at the Christian Parenting website that I think will be really helpful to you. Christian Parenting has done a lot of work to gather resources on all the topics that are on Christian parents' minds right now, and they have sorted and filtered everything and put them into one place where you can access resources on topics like faith at home, reading the Bible, theology, prayer, church and worship, and even character. You're going to find me speaking in there. You're going to find some of my writing in there as well as so many other people. And here's the cool thing. They've gathered all this, put it in one place, and it costs a mere $5 for you to get your hands on it. So go over to cpgive.org. Again, that's the letters CP give.org and you're going to find everything from discussion starters to scripts to use with your kids when they ask tough questions, all kinds of ideas and resources that you can turn to as you need them because it is all digital. You can access it on your phone or computer. I think you're going to find it super helpful. So again, go to cpgive.org, grab your discipleship guide and use it all year long. And now um, be sure to check show notes for everything that Rhonda and I talked about, her books, her website, all the different places, and you can find show notes at monicaswanson.com forward slash Rhonda dash Stoppy, and that's S-T-O-P-P-E. All right. Thanks so much for being here, you guys. We have more great episodes coming up all throughout the spring, so can't wait to do life alongside of you. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and until next time, aloha.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.